Hey, what's up, SFL Nation? And welcome back to SFL Nights with AJ Stryker. Thank you so much for joining me today or tonight or whenever you decided to hit that play button. I really do appreciate it, y'all. Uh, we had a fantastic week, SFL-wise, weekend and weekday, Monday. Great, great games to watch. If you missed any of the action, feel free to check out the Simulation Football League's YouTube page where we have posted all the games there for playback. Please, if you missed any of them, go check them out. You will see why. Had a great, great week. Um, but tonight's podcast will include SFL Chat Around the Water Cooler. I also have Week 2 Review, a quick version of it anyway, and Ashley's Picks for Week 3. And then, Fourth and Goal Interview will feature the Louisiana Revolution's own Johnny Pickner, quarterback. And you already know, I had some questions for him in regards to what's been going on. So he was more than happy to answer all of them. So stay tuned for some really, really good stuff. All right, and welcome back to SFL Chat Around the Water Cooler. So I decided to dedicate this uh, segment to, of course, top-rated performances of the week, you know, since I can't give the player of the week award to everybody I the least I could do is just mention them you know during this top performance um segment and then I'm going to be talking a little bit about crowd play for those that don't know about the um partnership that we actually have with the crowd play app all right so top performances of the week goes as follows Thomas Raman Mr. Noodles himself had 34 completions out of 43 attempts, 313 yards passing, and four touchdowns and one interception. His longest, uh, his longest, uh, his longest uh, pass was 60 yards. Excuse me. <laughs> um, Mike Dazzo had 39 completions out of 50 attempts, 336 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. And his longest pass is 25 yards. Javier Vasquez had 22 completions, 33 out of 33 attempts, 413 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and um, his longest pass was 81 yards. Jason Williams, 28 carries, 100, 108 yards, three touchdowns, 12 catches, 104 yards <laughs> for <laughs> catches, um, and uh, he had 8.7 yards per catch, and his longest reception was 14 yards. Wow, that's a lot, man. That's a lot. T-Roy Gaines had 22 carries, 164 yards, one touchdown, and his longest carry was 48 yards. He also had 11 catches. For 50 yards uh, and two touchdowns as well. Awesome, man. See, great performances all around. Colin Hart had 20 carries of 19 yards, 9.6 yards per carry, uh, three touchdowns, and his longest carry was 41 yards. DJ Moses. Go, DJ. That's my DJ. Oh, well, that's my teammate from the Arizona Scorpions, but... He had 29 carries, 262 yards, 9 yards per carry, 1 touchdown, and his longest um, carry was 69 yards. He also had 8 catches, 47 yards, and his longest reception was 17 yards. Richard Pratcher had 10 catches for 225 yards, 22.5 yards uh, per catch, Two touchdowns and his longest reception was 67 yards. Buchanan Simmons had six catches for 186 yards, two touchdowns, and his longest uh, reception was 78 yards. Gabrielle Manning had four catches for 171 yards, 42.8 yards per reception, two touchdowns, and 80, his longest reception was 83 yards. See what I'm saying? How, how are you going to choose between all this? Mike Daggs had nine. Now, he's a tight end, right, for Mexico City. Nine catches 
254 yards, three touchdowns. His longest reception was 81, oh, 80 yards. And he went 28 yards per reception. Well, I'm sorry, per catch. Crazy. Crazy numbers. And tight ends don't usually do that. So he was, he definitely made an impact. We had um, Jeff Duffy having three sacks and four tackles for loss. Al Lewis had five tackles, uh, three sacks. Hunter Norwood had seven tackles and five sacks. Come on now. Chuck Diesel, 17 tackles, one interception. Siobhan Prasad had seven tackles, um, one interception, one forced fumble. Nick Fargo had 13 tackles, two tackles for loss, three pass deflections. Thomasina Rahman, seven tackles, one interception, 33 yards, one touchdown. Chris Stash had five tackles, two interceptions, 59 yards, his longest um, well, it, uh, and one touchdown with that one. Drew Reilly had four tackles, one interception, 79 yards, and one touchdown. Ron Hoff, five tackles, one interception, one pass deflection, two forced fumbles. Free safety, Devin Say had 93-yard interception, touchdown. Even, my, even the special teams went off. A kicker, uh, Cliff Allen, of course for the Scorpions, had went six for six. Every time he went up to the goal line, he made every one. Six for six. 39 was his longest field goal. Kramer Jackman, back on the list again. He had a game-winning field goal. Um, yeah, game-winning field goal. Going four for four. His longest uh, field goal kick was 48 yards. Gabriel Manning, again, 260-yard return yards, one touchdown, and his longest return yard was 103 yards. Crazy. Um, A.J. Levy had 149 return yards with one touchdown and 100, and he went 101 long. Um, Shea Carroll had 243 return yards, one touchdown, and he went 100 long. Like, and just another note about Gabriel Manning, he had now has over 7,000 receptions since he's been in the league, which is crazy. So like all of these people, if I could give an award to everybody, I promise you I would, you know, I, but in a, in a way, this is my way of kind of giving you that attention too, because these are some fantastic stats and this is just week two. So I can imagine what week three is going to be like, you know, crazy. But congratulations to all of you for doing such a fantastic job. Um, now about Crowdplay, what I alluded, alluded to earlier. Um, Crowdplay is a new interactive app that allows you to win money while you're watching the games, all of our SFL games. Well, not necessarily all of them. We choose one per week. They're just trying to gauge and see which one would, which weekday would be better to actually have the Crowdplay app and everybody to participate on it. But, um, so there's normally a $1,000 pool, sometimes $1,500 depends, um, that you can win. Basically, you can win money while you watch the game by just asking questions or answering questions. Crowdplay is revolutionizing the way fans can enjoy the game that they're attending and provide them with unique and exclusive forms for sponsors and teams and sports venues. And it's free for everyone to play. You earn points by answering questions and remaining inside the app longer. Questions will be sent out as the game progresses, and all questions are sent during the stoppage of gameplay. You will receive notifications when a new question is sent out, and every question has a different time limit. Keeping your Keep your notifications on, making sure that you never miss a question. You can easily link your PayPal account to get your cash. I've, I know people that have won $150. I know people that have won five. But even still, you're winning money just from watching the game. It's awesome. Um, you can download the app at Google Store or wherever you use, or whatever app store you use. And unfortunately, it's only available in the U.S., but they're working on it. If you want more information about Crowdplay, please visit them at www.crowdplayapp.com. Next up, 
I have my week two review and Ashley's picks for week three. Keep writing. All right, week two review. Oh, man. So first off, let me start off by saying, you know, when I made my picks, Ashley's picks for week two. Um, well, I thought that I was going to at least get mm, half of them right. <laughs> that is not correct. That didn't work out that the way that I thought that it was going to work out. I only got one, two, three, four, five. Five right. Yeah. And one, two, three, four, five, six wrong. So no, God! Too bad, but, you know, I thought I was going to be faring a little bit better than that. But, you know, we'll see what, what week three brings. <laughs> but uh, let's see how well your favorite team performed this week. So Carolina took on Las Vegas Fury, and Las Vegas Fury won 27-44. Player of the game was Thomas Rahman, and he had 33 completions with 43 attempts, 313 yards, four touchdowns, and his quarterback rating is 118.3. Um, was I right about that game? No, I was not. Actually, yeah, no, I, I was wrong. I was wrong about that. <laughs> um, Lewis London took on um, Louisiana. And Louisiana won 28-31. Player of the game was halfback Reggie Streeter, having 32 attempts, 135 yards, two touchdowns, and 38 reception yards. And I was actually right about that game. Queen City took on Fort Worth, and Fort Worth won 17-31. Player of the game was halfback Jason Williams. With 28 attempts, 108 yards, uh, 108 rushing yards, three touchdowns, and 104 reception yards. Like I said, crazy, crazy. And I was wrong about that one. I actually chose Queen City to win that one. Um, the Lone Star Glory versus Vancouver. Um, Vancouver won 7-30. to 30. Player of the game was Richard Pratchett, having 10 receptions, 225 yards, two touchdowns, and 22.5 yards per catch. I was wrong about this one. I actually chose Lone Star Glory to win. I said that front seven probably something to um, behold, and it looks like they were kind of stifled in this one. Charleston took on Baltimore, and Baltimore won 33-38. to Player of the game was T. Roy Gaines. 22 attempts, 164 yards, one touchdown, 50 reception yards, two reception touchdowns. So Mr. Mann was absolutely busy. And I was right about this game. Florida took on Jacksonville, and Jacksonville won 27-7. Player of the game was Ken Gossett with 10 receptions, 162 yards, one touchdown, 16.2 yards per catch, and just as a side note, he's made 602 catches throughout his whole career. Yeah. Um, I was wrong about that game. Another game I was wrong about was Atlanta versus Sioux Falls. Sioux Falls won 35-14. Player of the game was Colin Hart. 20 attempts, 191 yards, three touchdowns, and four reception yards. Denver took on Portland and... Ooh, that was a very, very, very close game. I mean, Denver came from behind to win that one, and it was 25-24. When I say close, that is way close. Player of the game was quarterback Josh Miller. 35 completions, at 46 attempts, 334 yards, one touchdown, and his quarterback rating is 75.8. And... I do believe I chose Denver to win that one, so I was right. Mexico City versus St. Louis. Now, I got this one wrong. It was an amazing sight to see, but St. Louis won this game 45-37, to and that was unexpected. It was a pleasant surprise to be able to see that. I know Mexico City definitely wanted to get that win, but I think it meant a little bit more to St. Louis to, to win that. Player of the game was Javier Vasquez with 22 completions, 33 attempts, 413 yards, 
passing three touchdowns and his quarterback rating is 140. Great job, man. And Arizona took on the Houston, I mean, and we won. 32-13. Player of the game was running back, DJ Moses. 29 attempts, 262 yards, one touchdown, and 47 reception yards. And last but not least, Tulsa took on Chicago. Um, I was wrong about this game. I thought that uh, Tulsa was going to win, but Chicago did pull it out. And it was 34 to uh, 24. Player of the game was halfback Ash Odom with 30 attempts, 120 yards, one touchdown, and 18 reception um, yards. Great, 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 great. Oh, and he actually had one reception touchdown as well. So, like I said, it was a really, really busy week. Um, week two, coaches definitely, you know, got their scout on, and they were able to do their thing. So, um, right now, I'm at five right and six wrong. So let's see if we can change things with my picks for week three. Okay, so Florida Storm will be taking on the Vancouver Legion. Ooh, ooh, it's going to be another good game. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Florida Storm on this one. But we're going to see. You know, I've, I've, I've been wrong before. And I'm sure I'm going to be wrong again. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to go with Florida Storm. Baltimore Vultures will be taking on the Carolina Skyhawks, and I will be going with Baltimore on that one. Uh, Sioux Falls will be taking on the Charleston Predators, another good game. I'm definitely going to go with Sioux Falls on this one. St. Louis Gladiators is taking on Chicago, and I mean the way that St. Louis played. I, whew, Chicago, I don't know, but I'm going to go with Chicago on this one. But, I mean, Shan, you better be ready. <laughs> Atlanta Swarm is taking on the Denver Night Wings, and despite the loss um, to Sioux Falls, I think Atlanta will win over Denver. Uh, the Arizona Scorpions will be taking on the Fort Worth Toros, and of course, I'm going with the home team, Arizona Scorpions. Long Star Glory will be taking on the Houston Titans, and I'll be going with the Long Star Glory on this one. Portland Fleet will be taking on the Las Vegas Fury, and I think I'm going to go with the Fury on this. Mexico City will be taking on the London Knights, and I will be going with Mexico City. Very interesting game, Tulsa versus Louisiana, and I think I'm going to go with Tulsa on this one. I think they're actually going to win by three points. I don't know why, but I think they are. It is a home game for Louisiana, though. But, yeah, I'm still going to go with Tulsa. Um, and the Jacksonville Kings will be taking on the Queen City Corsairs. And ooh, I think I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Kings on this one. So we're going to see how everything shakes up, you know. Um, hopefully I'll have a better weekend pick-wise, pick but with – with these kind of games, you never know what you're going to get, honestly. Um, with AI, you know, you can, kind of, like I, I've always said, you can try to game plan all week, but AI is also going to do whatever it wants to do, too. So that's that's kind of what makes this exciting, too. And I'm looking forward to seeing how everything shakes up. But next up, I have my fourth end goal interview with Mr. Johnny Pickler of the, the Louisiana Revolution. Keep it right here. All right, and we are back with, oh, man, y'all know who this is, Mr. Johnny Pickner himself. How you doing, Johnny? Not bad. Yourself, Ashley? I'm doing fantastic, man. You had a good day today? I did. I did. Good day. Got a little bit of a long day, but got to uh, go swimming with my daughters and take them to the pool a little bit. So that's fun. They're crazy little ones. But no, definitely, definitely a good day and, you know, just coming off a... Uh, Another victory this weekend, so you know team is feeling good. But we're right back to work. Got our got our mindset on Tulsa next week. Scouted him a little last night in that Chicago game. Mm-hmm. 
a few more minutes, you never know what could have happened. Definitely. But speaking of which, so you guys have been doing pretty good for, you know, for the new, the new kids on the block, so to speak. Um, let's see, you guys are 2-0, and o, as you have in the background, so big and bright for everybody <laughs> to see. <laughs> but you had some impressive wins over um, London and um, St. Louis. But before we get into that, <clears throat> how do you think that your player has been doing overalls? since you from comparatively from last season until now um i mean we're uh you know adjusting to the offense a little bit have some new pieces um have a few of the same pieces as well uh i mean i'm confident in our offense um we got i mean we have a great team and everybody knows gerald we have a great coach so um super confident uh you know coming out with three interceptions against st louis i'm not going to say it was uh it's, not, it's just traditionally not how I play, not what, you know, Gerald and I pride ourselves in when it comes to the taking care of the ball on the offensive side. I'd actually never thrown three interceptions in a regular season game all of last year, and to do it in week one, you know, was interesting. But I uh, have tons of respect for the Gladiator defense. You know, they went off against me. You saw them make a big play, you know, in that win last week uh, or their win last night. And uh, so, I mean, their defense is uh, not to be overlooked. I've said that before. And um we're just looking to make, you know, little tweaks and improvements every week. And uh, we think we'll get back to what, you know, what, what I'm known for. And that's taking care of the ball and just putting the ball in my playmaker's hands and letting them do work. Okay. Now, it seems like with this London game, you actually fared a little bit better. You had two passing touchdowns and only one interception as comparative to three. What do you think the difference was between those games? Uh, adjustments. Mm -hmm. uh, adjustments that we made for sure. Uh, had a week of scouting underneath us, and on top of that, I, I don't think that I don't think the London defense is necessarily as strong as the Gladiator defense. That could attribute to it a little bit, but um, you know, I came out firing. I think nearly a perfect QBR in the first half, and uh, you know, I'll give it to London. You know, they had tons of heart and they fought back to to make it a game when when I was really close to sealing the deal. You know, I think we had a it was a third and goal. If we would have scored, we would have been up thirty five to seven. But they took a pick six to the end zone and made it a game from there. So you know, credit to them to you know, playing until the whistle blows. So speaking of London, um, you got <laughs> you got into some um, really interesting conversation, I should put it lightly, um, with some people from London and even with your, you know, your press conference. Do you want to speak a little bit about that and, you know, the, the sort of blowback that you may have gotten from it or did you even get blowback from it? Um, surprisingly, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get too much blowback. I, I know that, you know, yourself and a few other, uh, you know, veterans in the leagues, uh, you know, that's not maybe how they would have handled the situation or they would have never dared to, to kind of be that brash, you know, in a, in a press conference type, type, type of thing. Um, you know, but you know, I'm me and I'm unique in, in that way. Um, I do intend to, to back up my words, you know, not just on the field, but I don't say anything that I, that I don't necessarily mean or that I don't think out. Um, you know, yeah, we, we had some back and forth with London, but, you know, rather than a, than a backlash, I mean, you know, to your surprise, I mean, I had a lot of people that, you know, threw me support that entered my DMs immediately after they saw that. And they said, you know, one of your best press conferences ever, you know, finally someone calls out London and kind of puts them in their place for a little bit of arrogance, you know, on, Liam, on Liam's side and things like that. And, you know, maybe people that just didn't, you know, have a voice before or had been, uh, you know, had, you know, felt that, he'd thrown some shade at them before in, in random chats or, or random things and they didn't, you know, necessarily buck up against him. And, you know, I, I, did, I wasn't afraid to do so. Yeah. And as far as my, my particular thoughts about it, um, I've always been the type of person that has tried to be more of the diplomatic individual. <clears throat> I do talk my trash, but I've mm. never necessarily went that far with anyone's team um, sure. because of, I've always took the coaches into account when making certain statements because they work really hard on their playbooks. They work tires, tirelessly on trying to make sure they take care of the 20-odd people that they have on their team. And the perception of it was, at least from what I gather and from my own, is that when you say something, when you call some someone trash or their entire team trash, mm -hmm. it's it's just a slap in the face to those individuals who have worked so hard to try to even get that, you know, their team to be where they are. 
And I was just wondering if you had even taken that part of it into consideration, because you did say you thought about it. You always think about everything that you say very, you know, with, you're very, try to be very careful with that and to think about it. But did you really consider that or you just want to just say what you had to say and that however they took it, that's what it was? You know, I think on top of everything, you know, a little bit was for, for entertainment's sake. And, I, and I'll say that right off the bat, you know, that, that uh, you know, everybody knows, you know, what I do. I, I'm willing to do what it takes to, to put some, you know, to put some asses in the seats and ball out for the boots. So, you know, mm -hmm. if something like that doesn't necessarily get people to tune in. Sometimes I don't know what will. But that being said, there, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call out anyone like that um, who I don't feel has taken personal jabs at me before. And I, and I don't think Liam could deny that. And I, I mean, myself. My coach, my staff, my team—we we have tons of screenshots of it. I mean, and it goes back, and it goes—it goes way back. This isn't this isn't like the exchange that happened that day. I mean, Liam, you know. That being said, like to go to your point about uh, a lot of his players work hard, you know, and maybe he should think prior to him speaking out. I mean, you, you're at a respected position. You, you know, you have the position of an owner in this league, you know, and and a lot of people look up to to guys who are. You know, I mean, he's practically league staff. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he has a league staff role. I know he's like the webmaster, and I respect, you know, the work he puts in. Um, you know, as far as, you know, I mean, there's just a lot of reasons there's a rivalry. For one, um, I'm always going to defend my coach, Gerald Smith. I'm going to defend Jeff. I, I know that, they, you know, there's still, still a little bit, I mean, uh, of a thing about, you know, about how they parted ways there in London. And I think that um, for a long time, you know, we're, we're going to have fun, you know, putting the records on display of, you know, London's record since they fired my coach and my friend, you know, versus Gerald's record since he's left there, you know, and, and, I, and I think right now what it's like eight wins to two wins in, in favor of Gerald, you know, it, it's just, you know, it was, he, he got an ill will taste. He may be over it, you know, forgive and forget, you know, you know, or forgive, but don't forget me personally though. And my, you know, and my character and myself and my, as a QB and as a leader of my team, you know, we're a don't take shit from, from no one type of team, you know, and, and that's just how we're going to be. So uh, that being said, Liam has taken shots at me and I have never bitten back. I mean, when he was on the draft, when he was a draft panelist and he's supposed to, you know, he's, he's doing his analysis and he's doing a good job of it. I simply from the chat weigh in with opinion, an opinion of my own, doesn't even contradict what he has to say. You know, and he just types, no one cares about your opinion, Johnny. Mm -hmm. And he and he has, you know, the audacity to say that to me while, while he while he's trying to while he's analyzing a draft on national television. You know, he takes the time to, to like, quote unquote, put me in my place or make me feel bad or something, you know. And, and when I when I made a comment to the beat team and Slyn Shady, I'm, I'm very cool with, with Slyn. And mm -hmm. I made a comment about the beat team. I said, I uh, just defending my player, you know, and I said, hey. You know, my guy had three picks this weekend, you know, in a win, you know, and I know that, you know, you were the one who, who picked the players of the weeks last week. I'm not going to call you out on that right now. But uh, but I did say I think that the beat, you know, and, and hey, I said it's not even bad press. You know, I didn't even say it was a bad article or was that it was written bad. Some articles are meant to, to cause controversy or be provocative or, or to let other people weigh in with opinions. So I put out my opinion. I said, I think, you know, you guys were wrong. You missed this one. I said, you know, my player had uh, a game that Eddie Gage himself would say, most DBs go their entire career and never have a three interception game. And he took one for the house and he wasn't even an honorable mention. So I said, I literally preceded my statement by saying, Hey, with all due respect, I love the work the beat guys put in. Think you got this one wrong, put out to the public, my guy's stats and just left it at that. Liam comes in and says, go home, Johnny. You know, it's just like, this wasn't even directed towards you, bud. So he, he's been putting little jabs at me to begin with. You know, he was on the early, what I would call kind of like, Liam, Andy Hamilton, some Carolina guys. I, I don't need to bring on like the, the crew that was against me, but you know, there have been people who've been hating on me and, and, and other people notice who it is and stuff, you know, and, and, and they've kind of clicked up together. Some of them have, have, have kind of cut it out. Some of them kept going with it, but it seemed like they tried to, it, it was like a whole hate, hate Johnny and hope he goes away mentality, mm. even since before I was drafted, you know, and when I started doing things differently and, and, and you know, and they just feared change, they feared, you know, they, whatever it was, I, I don't know. I've heard, you know, and I really don't care, but you know, it, it just hits a certain point and I never even bit back and you're going to keep disrespecting me with comments and comments like that in front of people in public as an owner position, maybe, you know, and I'm just like, you know, you want to talk shit, I'll teach you how to talk shit. And I did. And I, and I put it out publicly. And if your players get hurt by that, and I'm actually friends with some London players and, and you know, and they actually kind of understood. They're just like, 
you know, maybe you as an owner shouldn't be putting your players in position to be out, to be outed like that. You know, you're setting your own, yourself, you're giving your own brand a bad reputation. You know, you're coming out as an owner being pretty aggressive and you kind of, I think that for the longest time he, you know, kind of stood behind and I could be incorrect in my assumptions, but I think that he just felt comfortably comfortable throwing jabs at me and resting in that kind of pedestal of a position of league ownership. Like he's untouchable. And it's like, dude, I don't mind going after you. And if you want to fire back, you can fire back. But all I spoke was facts, in my opinion. I got you. got you. Now, some of that I didn't know as far as how he has been coming at you. I mean, some things I have seen. Um, one of the questions that was given to me by um, Manny Kanaka was, um, Picker, pick, Johnny is just is, is like the Conor McGregor in, you know, in the league. And he wants to know if you believe that you have more haters in the league than you actually have people that are your friends. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I don't, you know, you know, there, there, I think there, you know, there is an art to the production and I think that, you know, things are thought out, you know? Um, and I think that, you know, I don't mind, uh, there, there's been countless times already through my young career that I haven't had to speak and, and, and the public has spoken for me, whether they were against me or whether they for me. And, and my name was in everybody's mouth, you know? Um, and, and, you know, that's to, you know, the, the, I give benefit to, to, to my, Kelly, my PR team and, you know, my efforts. And we just, just, we just go about things a different way, you know? And, uh, and both teams that I've been a part of have respected, you know, what I, what I bring to the table as far as that's concerned. Um, I don't mind if people want to, you want to quote unquote hate me. I, I do, I do hope that they, you know, they don't mistake the person for the persona uh, at the end of the day. Um, but when it comes to, you know, to answer his question specifically, absolutely not. I have tons of friends, great allegiances, uh, you know, all the way from plenty of owners in this league who, who, I mean, are, you know, are in my cell phone on speed dial guy, you know, not even from my own team, guys who support me, GMs across the league, uh, tons of rookies look up to me, have asked me for advice, um, you know, uh, for, you know, just, I mean, I, I, I mean, I have to say like, you know, I'm 60 strong, at least 60 guys deep, tons of veterans in the league. I'm a veteran. So I have that connection with a lot of guys, you know, um, definitely a lot of a lot more support for everything I do than, than, than hate. And not in my early days, but definitely now. All right. All right. It's not so even close. Is there anything that you have ever, is there, is, there any, is there anything that you've said or anything that you've done that you would want to walk back or not really? Um, it's a good question. I mean, I don't want to sound, uh, uh, you know, you're talking about like my entire career. Or are you talking about well, this last? Well, lad? yeah, probably in your entire career because even when we first, you know, started talking when I when I very first in, um, interviewed you, you told me that you're definitely going to make an impact, and you have. And the thing is, I've always had your back. You know, the only time that I would say you and I had kind of came not even at odds, but I kind of let you know how I feel was with this London thing. But again, I didn't know everything that was going on. Yeah, 100%. Like I said, you, you didn't know everything. A lot of people didn't know everything. Um, I, I don't think that, I, I don't think that, Lyon, like, I don't know Liam good enough to, I, I don't have a hatred towards that guy. Like, I don't know him as a person. I, you know, I'm uh, like, that is my view of what he has shown me in this league. That's like, all I can take is that's his persona. I'm not going to judge him. I don't know him. I don't know his family. I don't know his background. Right. You know, from, from the way he's treated me, I have felt completely justified in, in, in kind of talking, talking a little smack to him and stuff. Yeah. You know, and, 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 what you told me, definitely. I can, yeah, I can you know, so, and, and, you know, and I did all the, in like everything that I've done where I got back, you know, you know, negative comments from him, it, it was all unprovoked. I had never come at him before. So to have him kind of come at me like that, it, you know, over and over again, just little remarks here and there, little smirky remark, you know, it just, I was fed up with it. That on top of, you know, the inherent rivalry, for the you know the history between you know my my good friend and my coach and my owner and and him you know it's just it, it, you know kind of a perfect storm. Um, yeah. When it comes to what I regret, uh, I, I don't think that I you know regret anything okay. um, necessarily. I, I, I would say I think I've been asked this question once before, and now that I see the way that I exited kind of St. Louis, um, uh, if, now that I I know that I would have gone with. Louisiana. I just wish I could have made that decision maybe a little quicker. I wish I at least I could have let like not strung St. Louis along as much. Uh, maybe it wouldn't have hurt them that so much in this off season. I saw a lot of collateral damage done to their team by my me kind of 
inherently stringing them along throughout the process. So if I could, if I could change something, maybe I'd change that and maybe, you know, that it would help them a little bit in free agency, but there's no evidence to necessarily support that, but that's something that, that I would change. So did you, well, I was always under the impression that you really didn't know where you <clears throat> wanted to go. You know, I didn't oh. think that you didn't necessarily were stringing people on, but um, but I, I, wasn't, like, I, I wasn't stringing people along. It was more just when, when I officially said I'm no longer considering St. Louis, I just wish I could have said that earlier. I don't think in my heart I could have said it earlier, but I just wish, you know, hindsight's 2020. If I could go back yeah. in time, I would love to give them more, pre, you know, more prep time. But, you know, what we saw, what we saw last night, they're building a great squad. They got great heart. And, uh, you know, I'd be, I'd be scared of them. You know, they, they, you know, they're a team that can win on any given Sunday and, uh, and they're going to build towards the future. They're going to be dangerous soon. And I'm always rooting for them when I'm not against them. So, uh, you know, nothing but respect for them. And also, you know, you said something about kind of you always, you know, was it you take the diplomatic approach. And, um, and that, that's, that's you, Ashley, you know, and, and that's what everybody knows about you. And there's, you know, that's kind of your role. You're kind of like a heart and soul of this community. And, and you're, you're, you're your own special something, you know. And I'd like to think I'm my own special something, you know, in the community. And I bring a little something different and a little different type of flavor to the league. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to I'm never going to be you, you know, and you're not necessarily going to be me. You know, so I do want to say that, you know, we're, we're different in our own ways. And I, and I think that we're both you know, important to the community in different ways and important to the future of the league. Uh, I think it's outstanding that, you know, you've, uh, you know, you've gotten a community ambassador of the year. I voted for you. I think it's well deserved, um, you know, but when it comes to, you know, playing politically correct and, you know, being high ho cherio and friends with everybody, that's just not going to be my role in this league. And, you know, it's, uh, but, um, but I'm all, my, my, my phone line's always open. I will never be, you know, uh, quote unquote, you know, an ass or, or, or a snob to anyone. And anyone who's taken the chance to get to know me would not say that, you know, if you, if Liam truly wanted to bury the hatchet, you know, he could hit me up. If, 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 if anyone else in the league who has a problem with me wanted to call me out on things, they could, you know, uh, but, there's tons of guys that know me and they just know the real me, you know, by now because they've taken the time to, to educate themselves on actually who my, who I am and what my initiatives are in this league. Right. Just like I did. Yep. I'm not to get to know you when you first got here, your rookie year now. So yeah, I mean, it is about communication and I think maybe we would all have better understanding if we were communicating with a lot, you know, each other better. Um, but yeah, and when you even made that statement in the chat, you know, how you're not going out to be community ambassador, I'm not going to get that. Not like you said, everybody's different. Everybody has their own flavor that they bring. But it's very important not to go too far. And I'm not just, specific, not just specifically speaking to you, but for anybody that is listening to this from league staff to moderators to coaches, owners, GMs, if you're in a leadership position, it is very important for you to act as a leader. And yeah, we all get mad. Yeah, we all say things that we, some of us wish we could take back. Some of us, we're not taking it back because that's what we said and that's it. But as a community, it's my job as a community ambassador to make sure that we are providing a place for people to escape to um, and be comfortable in. And sometimes when I see the bickering going back and forth like that, it could be a little bit off-putting. And I know to everyone that's just now joining, they're like, what is this? I am not getting ready to get jumped, you know, jump on this, you know? So that was my only reason for even kind of bringing that up to you. And if, when I speak to Liam, you know, I'll definitely say the same thing because I know the story. Liam came on the, on, you know, on uh, my show and he was very remorseful of how he treated Jeff and how he retreated his whole team. Um, I'm not sure if people actually listen to that show, but he definitely said that. But he also said that he can be a bit of a hothead too. So I, I, I understand what you're saying, definitely, Johnny, as far as him coming at you like that. Um, yeah. Eddie wants to know if you actually received any flack from um, the upper league staff for the comments that you made. No, no, I did not. Cool. I don't think I don't think they had an issue with it. All right, cool, 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 cool. And, and, and you know, to and just to kind of go off something that you just said, I do think that what you said is very important. I, I like that we all have a safe place to ex, you know to escape and to you know ha, you know where we can all kind of enjoy um, a hobby of ours, something something new, something beautiful is what this league is. Um, I do think naturally, though, you know, 
you know, it, I think that this league is shifting and, and that doesn't mean it's, it's, you know, we shouldn't be nice to each other. I mean, that's just how the world should be. I, I would always be nice to my neighbor and things like that. But as you're, as we're trying to call ourselves, you know, a quote unquote e-sport and, you know, you should look at the way that other e-sport athletes talk trash to each other. You know, you should, I mean, and we should actually take, take note of that as far as entertainment, as far as potential sponsors, as far as, you know, engaging, you know, w- you know, what people like to see. You know, the NBA, in, in, when I was in the NBA 2K League, we actually made a mistake um, because all we were doing was showing, you know, the good things in the league. We were sh- showing all these young kids who, you know, their dreams came true. They're professional NBA 2K League players right now. We're, we're like the Indiana Pacer, Pacer team is like at the Indianapolis 500, kissing the, kissing the bricks. Everybody's nice to each other. Everybody's exchanging jerseys and autographs. Everybody's nice, 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 nice. And, and, and you know, they're going on, you know, they're, they're going to NBA games and they're meeting pros and they're doing this and that. And what we realized is that we were instilling, you know, either boredom and or envy in the community. And we realized that instead of like instilling envy, we want to instill interest in the community. And so we had to show a little bit more behind the scenes. We had to show, you know, when the coach yelled at a player, when, when his check got ripped up in front of him, when two player, when two teammates got in a fight, you know, uh, when, you know, when the, you know, when they started to allow the trash talk to, to really turn into trash talk, just like really, I mean, you watch the NBA, like, you know, guys get in each other's faces. You can look up, you know, you, you know, you can YouTube it and you can look at some, some big, you know, and the way athletes trash talk and things like that. And that's just, you know, if you're really trying, if, if, if our goal is, I don't know, I'm not league staff. I don't know what Cam's, you know, vision is. If our vision includes growing a true outside fan interest, meaning that our, our audience is not just ourselves and our friends and family, that we truly want other people to want to watch this league without having to need or want to even be a part of the league. They just want to watch it. So that's what I mean by outside fan interest. And I think that it's important to engage them with truly entertaining content. Um, and these podcasts are great, but, but really a lot like, you know, letting your personality out, you know, showing the storylines, showing the trash talk. You know, if these two teams love each other, you know, t- tell them about the story. Uh, you know, if it's brother, husband versus wife and brother versus brother. But if these two teams don't like each other, you know, tell them the story, you know, like, you know, because that it's, it's drama. It's all part of sports. That's what makes American sports the money that it does. It's, it's the storylines. It's the drama. And, you know, to emphasize those things. Um, so, you know, kind of to, to, to wrap up my point and kind of come full circle, I just want to say that I don't think that um, I do think a certain amount of trash talk, you know, it is, isn't a bad thing. And, and I, you know, I don't want to ever, I would never personally attack someone as far as, you know, their, their family, their name, uh, call them anything derogatory. When I call your team trash, I just, I think it's because your team's trash, you know? And, uh, <laughs> but, but I mean, um, but I mean, I, I mean, honestly, you know, change my opinion. Like let, let that be bulletin board. I think that that can bring a team together. Let that be bulletin board material. Make that team bond and just want to beat me, you know, come back at me next year. Prove me wrong. Go eight and four, make your eight, and, you know, and make the playoffs. And I mean, it, you know, it just it is what it is. I, but I do think there is something to be said about the importance of entertaining, you know, our, our fan base if we are truly trying to grow that fan, said fan base. Gotcha. I'm gonna tell you what. If you ever call me trash, I'm coming after you, Johnny. Hey, I'm nine, nine, nine millimeter. I made I made a mistake. I made a mistake last year in uh, in calling you out a little bit. So I'm not gonna make that mistake <laughs> twice. Dude, I forgot about that. You sure? Did. <laughs> See, I mean, I don't discriminate when it comes to who I call out. You know, I have fun mm-hmm. with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Didn't Speaking say, of calling out, I so take notes. you gave me a good response interview too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. You should, um, post, you should maybe attach the link in your in your YouTube video of uh, for that video. You know how you can you can do that. So people can click on that if they haven't seen that in your response to me. That's a good one. For anyone that doesn't know, I call it last year. I called Ashley Jackson out um, because she had, you know, a few interceptions, and I and I at the time didn't have a lot. And uh, and I said, you know, Ashley, something like what? If you need to take notes on how to on ball security, I need to take notes. Take notes on ball security. You know, just watch me while while your defense is on the field. Mm -hmm. Anyway, she ended up with like three touchdowns, one pick. I had like one touchdown, two picks, and we lost the game by a good two scores or or something like that. I can't remember, but. And she made a funny video to just get it back. <laughs> made me eat my words. Right. And, you know, that's that's the kind of stuff that I like. And I'm, I'm, to, to your point about the, the drama in sports, yeah. I mean, I was watching the Jordan and the, uh, the what was it? The um, 30 for 30 um, thing that they did Jordan for Jordan. 
uh-huh. like the through for the championship and what he went through with the with Detroit it was crazy you know oh, yeah that was drama so yep. I get it I definitely understand it but it's just you know I guess with me it's just more like like the way me and you went at it I thought that was cool because you know it it in a, in a weird way it kind of brought us both together you know closer together but um it was just good for the teams to kind of go back and forth like that. So it was it was a really good time. But back to this, uh, my article. Yes, ma'am. Uh, so I missed I missed a lot of people, and actually, I did get a lot of DMs. You didn't sleep before? Were you not? You know, did you have an issue sleeping? Were you not? Is it hot <laughs> in the part? You know, in, in the house? Like I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> what was well the thing was i was i was provided um a certain amount of stats and so i just chose from that i didn't actually go on the website into afterwards and see everybody the people that dm me was like hey ashley i did this this and you didn't consider me like look guys i only have i can only have so many people on here we have a whole lot of ball to play what is your issue Not but easy job. <laughs> but you know i I'm, i can't please everybody and I, i'm not gonna try um, but I do try to be as fair as I can because everybody, you know, they, they want to see their name in lights, right? They want to get that recognition that they deserve. And I want to be able to give it to them, you know, but I just need for people to understand that this is not easy, especially week two, this week, Johnny, it was too many people that made great plays. Oh man. I mean, Manning keeps going off. It looks like he's on pace to break records this year. Uh, you got, Who's uh you got Dags as a tight end with three touchdowns, two hundred yards or something in a loss, you know? Uh I mean Javier with a great comeback game for the Glads, you know, going from seven picks to three touchdowns, no picks. Um four hundred and thirteen yeah. yards. Um Kevin Say. Oh, your, your team won't even ignore your team. You, you yourself with all the yards you put up and three uh, was it three touchdowns, no picks, two touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. Uh and 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 your in your running back mode. I mean, you DJ, guys were fine. Yeah, DJ, you yards. guys combined for like five hundred thirty yards or something. So mm-hmm. yeah, you got so, your work cut out for you. It right, and it's due tomorrow. So I mean, I, I'm just gonna I'm put it out there, and you know, I, but I just didn't, you know, I don't want any hard feelings from anybody. But it's not like I don't. I don't. Uh, if, if they're giving you hard feelings, that's just that's ignorance and that's Im- immaturity. I mean. I'm just honestly interacting and responding, you know, from my player's perspective and from my perspective in a response to an article that I enjoyed reading. You know, it's like that's not going to stop me from reading the article next week and the week after. You would want if you were a columnist, you know, columnist anywhere, you would want your readers to, to respond, to, to interact, you know, to, to engage and to give feedback. And, and I don't think that, you know, my feedback is, you know. Uh, or, or criticism is, is anything that you can't handle and it's nothing personal and it doesn't mean yeah. that I don't like, you know, a, a, any of the content. I love the content. I eat it up. I'm a content guy and stuff. Uh, and, you know, but but some, you know, and but if I feel like my teammate was missed out on, I'm just going to make a statement. You know, And it's fine. Yeah, right? and I'm glad you did. Just like I'm glad, I'm glad that Ethan Kai also made his voice known. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you do, you know, but I just didn't want it to be no hard feelings like, hey, I was just snubbing you or anything like that. No, of course not. Of course not. And, uh, you know, as long as this number, oops, this one keeps climbing, you know, <laughs> then, uh, you know, then the stats don't matter for our team. That's, you know, that's, that's all we care about. Um, you know, and, and one last thing, just to wrap up the, you know, kind of the importance that I think of um, emphasizing, you know, our personalities. And I think that more and more guys are doing it, you know, uh, of, of kind of bringing out the, the guy behind the curtain, you know, uh, and given that type of, um, you know, views to the outside world, you know, socially and, and kind of, you know, representing their, and putting their attitude on display. And you even see veterans doing it who weren't doing it before. They're finally, you know, comfortable to come out and, and talk a little smack, not even talk smack, just show who they are, you know, show, be, be a louder team player, you know, put their, put their face out there and this and that is that, you know, we're, we're trying to sell the sport, you know, we're trying, we're trying to, you know, engage with people. So like, if you were to close your eyes and, or, you know, and imagine and think real quickly of like your, the three athletes that, you know, you love the most, you know, uh, th- three of your favorite athletes in any sport. Um, and, then, and then also think of three athletes that you absolutely, you know, professional athletes you absolutely can't stand for whatever the reason, you know. And now imagine that you never heard their voice. Imagine that you didn't know where they grew up. You've never seen them in a single press conference. 
you've never you you don't know you don't know how they were raised you don't know what you know where they're from you don't you don't, you've never even seen them with their helmet off you know all they just look like robots to you on the field you just see you know you may have a completely different view of all those you would have a completely different view of all those individuals you know you wouldn't there's there's nothing to define that individual necessarily as your favorite player you know all those reasons that you don't like that person you would have none of those reasons to not like that person because there's nothing they would have said for you to not like them what you know what do you just not like them because because i know that the three people you're thinking of that you don't like it's not because they have bad stats it's probably because they have a certain type of attitude or you know or or because of this or that you know or they because they've talked smack to one of your favorite players or because they've done this and that or because they're a prima donna or because you know they throw their helmet you know if they don't get the ball thrown to them or because of this that or the you know so you have all these things but you know so that's what i think you know is people to think about when i when i talk about the importance of letting out the personality you know or else we're just all a bunch of avatars and other esports have realized that you know and made that mistake before so you know you know when 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 trying to grow a fan base you know to to bring out the person that's just will always be a goal of mine in this league and just I'll always kind of forefront that effort. And that's why you'll see me make an appearance here or there, whether you like my face or not. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So what do you think about, what do you think about week three? Week three, looking forward to it. Uh, you know, we got Tulsa. Um, they, they can definitely, you know, uh, I think they love their, their free agent acquisition uh, in, in Manning and uh, the boy has been balling. Mm -hmm. um, I think that we have, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely game planning for him. You know, we, we're, we're going to do our best to, to stop him. I think a lot of people, I, I see them making comments and they're just like, just game plan to stop Manning, you know, just stop Manning. I mean, that's like saying just stop Antonio Brown or just stop Odell Beckham. You can't, you know, you, you it's not easy to do that. You know, the, the, the kid's a stud and, you know, and he's, and he's good at what he is, you know, so, but that being said, uh, I trust in my coaching staff. I think we're doing a great job preparing, um, I think offensively, you know, we're, you know, I, I'm going to improve, continue to improve off my performance last week. At least I hope to. Um, and, uh, and, and luckily enough, you know, we got another home game at the swamp. So, you know, I, I'm pretty confident about being three and Do you think that the home games are an automatic win or do you think that it's more so the luck of the draw? You mean like, do I kind of believe in the whole home field advantage type of thing? Yes. I, I do think that, you know, I, I, It'd be funny. I, I would, I would think somewhere that we could dig into, you know, or talk to, you know, like look into 2K interactive, like you know, beta, you know, like art data or something, and figure out if there actually is sliders that go in favor of the home team. I bet you, like that, it's a physical evidence in this video game that's there somewhere. Like if, whether we think it's true or not, um, I, I, I do believe in it. I think that you know, some people have kind of kept track of it a little bit to see if it's actually true in a lot of simulations. So I believe in, you know, a slight home field advantage. I definitely don't think that they're automatic victories for anybody. Um, you know, we, as the Gladiators, we had some big road wins last year, and we lost a few at home too. Um, you know, so I don't think they're automatic wins. I feel good knowing I'm at home, and, I don't, and I'm not against the idea of home field advantage either. I, I, um, I, I love it because that's what real football has, is home field advantage. Any sport, you know, has home field advantage. So I don't think that it's too – um, you know, I don't think it's overpowered by any means. So if, if someone was to think that it's, you know, it's overpowered, like they don't stand a chance because they're on the road, I've just seen too much evidence against that. And I don't think see enough evidence to support that theory. Okay. Awesome. So what about Crowdplay? What are your thoughts on the Crowdplay app that we partnered with? Um, Crowdplay, uh, I think it's a great initiative. Um, and, and I think it's a, you know, I, I you know, overall I support it. Um, I like to give credit to, you know, Wally cause you know, Wally Herman, I, I know that he's, you know, been a, been a big point behind it. I know that he was the one who kind of linked up crowd play with the league. Um, and he is in those meetings every single week, you know, with, with crowd play and, uh, and with cam, um, you know, so, uh, and it's his businesses, you know, that he invests in and, and it's the sponsors that he's getting, you know, that that's funding everything. So, um, so I think that it, it's, you know, it'd be wrong of us to, to not, kind of let people know, you know, to give credit where it's due. And the thing about Wally is he doesn't even need that credit. That's not what he's about. But uh, the fact is, uh, when I saw in that opening weekend that $1,500 is, you know, it's, I mean, that's, that's, that's more like literally money out of the guy's pocket, you know? So, so, and, uh, and so, you know, now the sponsors are paying for it, but sponsors that, you know, he's acquiring and he's hoping to make money off of it in return. And there's no guarantees of those things, you know? So you literally have an owner of one of our teams who's, who's, who's 
presented this to the league and is trying to make this happen. I think it's brilliant. I think that uh, it's a match made in heaven. Um, I do think that, uh, you know, we should advertise, you know, over time, I'm sure once it's perfected, I, I would like to advertise it differently. I do, because I don't think it's, I think the idea of it is to get kind of new fans to engage. And, and I, I would use it to try and bring people in who are coming for the money, but might stay because they love what they see. Might, cause they stay because of the product. They stay because they love the football and they're getting attached to hearing the awesome broadcasters' voices and things like that. But I would try and sell it to people who aren't already a part of the league. Because, I mean, everybody who's playing this, you know, it's nice to be able to reward us and to reward the players and to reward, you know. But I, I don't th look at it as a, as a successful growth tool right now, if that makes sense. I don't think that's how we're playing it. I don't think that we're advertising it to people that are outside of our community. Um, so that's one thing that I would, you know, that would be a mission of mine as as it grows. But I know it's very in its very early stages right now. Um, mm -hmm. And if it was, you know, and, and the fact that, you know, I know that they might be concerned, you know, some people are talking about crowd play numbers and this and that. And they'd like them to be very high. Um, I think that one thing you could do to increase the numbers in crowd play is to not necessarily move it around on, uh, you know, on a different game each week. Like, you know, to have it always as the Monday night football game or always as a Sunday night football game or always as a Friday. Like, and that way people know that like, hey, every Monday night, I can free up my time to go there and make some money and, to, and have fun in crowd play. Where it's like, oh, wait, wait, which, where, where's crowd play this week? Uh, it's the, the four o'clock Sunday game. Oh, man, I, I'm with my family that time. You know what I mean? But if it's, it was always at a steady time and like, and it's repeat, 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 repeat. I know the goal is to have it for every game. But if, if we're doing it for just one game, I do think you'll see an increase in numbers if you pick a time and stick to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, overall, I think I think it's a great idea, and you know, kudos to to, to Wally and his and his and his mind and his generosity, and kudos to uh, to Cam to uh, being receptive and then being proactive about it as well. Awesome. Can you quickly tell me about how you got in cooperation with Stackup? How did yeah, sure. how did that even form? Like, did you did you reach out to them? Did they see you in your press conferences? And they said, "Hey, we want this guy." How, how did that even? I reached out to them, and uh, you know, actually, I had had prior communication with them back when I was working for the uh, for uh, the Golden State Warriors for Warriors Gaming Squad in the Two K League. Um, they're based in California. They were formerly based off in uh, I think it was Philadelphia or, or Pittsburgh somewhere, Pennsylvania somewhere, and. They were in the process of moving to Los Angeles and to, and, and to California, um, you know, and they're going to be right around the corner from where, you know, we were. And if everybody knows, like, California is kind of really the esports hub of the United States. You know, they have, uh, you, know, you know, Silicon Valley, and they have some, one of the biggest esports stadiums there, you know, right out, right, you know, in Oakland. They just, you know, put a billion dollars into it. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, and, and then that's where you have Comic-Con and, and Econ, you know, and all, and all the big, you know, um, things when it comes to, to, to the goodies of, of gaming and, and geek culture and stuff like that. So anyway, I had, uh, I had stumbled across him, I, uh, the CEO of the company um, on Twitter. Uh, I can't even remember how the internet, you know, the, the interaction began, but uh, you know, long story short, um, it was kind of one of my assignments uh, to, uh, or an initiative of mine while I was, you know, with the Warriors to, hey, see if we can partner with them in some type of way. Um, that never you know, got into fruition. Uh, I think that the Warriors actually sponsor them in some way now. And I'm, I don't know if I had anything to do with that introduction or if they later reached out on their own. I thought I saw that somewhere on StackUp's website, but I know that I, I, I tried to start something up over there. Um, but soon after that, I became, yeah, you know, I was no longer working for the Warriors. And, uh, and I was no longer involved with the 2K League. Um, and then, but I still had, you know, Steven's phone number in my book. I still, you know, was, a, you know, following him on Twitter. Uh, so I, re I reached out to him. Stephen uh, is the CEO of Stack Up, and you know I told him about the league, um, and told him about the opportunity, and that you know I'd love to have a partnership. I ended up speaking with uh, three different representatives over at Stack Up, and kind of presenting what we do as a league. You know uh, the background of the revolution. You know that we would like a partnership, kind of for the long haul. That not only will we do our best to raise money for you, you know, and spread, and more importantly, spread awareness and the word of your, of your cause. We'll do, you know, uh, they know we're no powerhouse. They're taking a chance on us. They know we're not an NFL team and they know, you know, but, but, you know, they're also not a wounded warrior project. You know, they're not they're, so they're, they're not, you know, they're, they're building themselves as well. 
and they see the potential in the SFL. They see the potential in us, and they said, hey, we could get on the grounds early with this. They thought it was pretty cool to name a stadium after them, for us to feature them in different ways, for us to do the, you know, to pledge per stat. Um, so, you know, they were all on board for it. You know, they wanted to officially, you know, we, we all agreed that it would be called an official partnership, meaning they would support us in return, tell their community about us. They have a very huge Discord community. I think I saw a couple stack up people even join during our game and say, go revolution. And that was pretty cool. Um, you know, and the, and, the, and the, they'll be retweeting our stuff as we raise money for them. And, um, and then, you know, and then I linked up, uh, Pledge It is a great platform for any any team or player by themselves that wants to just raise money for a charity per stat. Um, and uh, but to it's it's either going to go directly to your bank account if they're not an official charity that's with Pledge It, you know, that's under Pledge It's system and platform. Um, you it, it would just be a, you know the, your people who donate would have to trust you to then send the money, you know, because it will say that you're the organizer and it's going to go into your bank account and this and that. Uh, we wanted it to be an official charity of Pledge It and stuff. So I, I connected Stephen with the with the VP of Pledge It, and then they exchanged all the internal documents necessary to make them an official charity on the Pledge It platform, and they did that for us. So that that way, you know, we could go about it and you know, no hassle. Everyone who comes there sees that it's officially going right in the charity's bank account and everything like that. And now we got five of us, you know, on the team that are you know that are pretty proactive and, 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 you know, it's only the start of the season right now. My touchdowns, I think are up to $24, uh, $24 per touchdown pass right now. And it's only growing. So, I mean, I'd love to see by mid season or the end of the season, imagine like every touchdown pass being worth $50, you know? So uh, I think it's a pretty cool thing. It is. It is. And I'll be actually interested to know how that works out. And perhaps I'll have you back on like towards the end of the season that you can give us an update on that. I would love to add that. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You know it. All right. So thank you so much, Johnny, for your time. I really appreciate you. And I know you've got to get home, you know, we'll get back to your family and everything. Um, but as I always do, the floor is yours. Oh, man. Uh, just, uh, you know, thank you, Ashley, for having me on. Thank you for everything you do for the community. Thanks for being, you know, the, the, the police and, 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 you know, and the, the medics and everything out there, you know, to, 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 to heal all the, the, you know, the souls when we're, when we're going at each other and to, and to break up, you know, uh, the, everybody who's causing a nuisance in general chat, but, uh, you know, you know, I love you. I appreciate you, um, you know, doing what you do. I love how the podcast has grown. I saw, I'm, I'm happy. It was a long episode, but I'm like halfway through, I take breaks while I'm like driving or something. I'm like halfway through your last episode that had like uh, four people on that had cam on and every, you know, and Mikey dynamite on and stuff like that. So I do enjoy your content. Um, and good job, you know, moving it to video and, and just getting e even better and better at what you do. Um, you know, and I just want to uh, you know, give a shout out to, to my ex team, the Gladiators, one more time for, for that has to be, a, you know, game of the week, if not, you know, one of the top games this season. Uh, it was such an awesome thing to watch and to see them fight back and get that W. Uh, congrats to, uh, you know, Coach Drew for getting his first win as a coach and for his player to get that pick six. I thought it was pretty poetic. Um, and then lastly, just shout out to my boys on the revolution. I'm not going to name all 19 names, uh, but, but I, I love my brothers and we're, we're building something special here, boys. And you, you know what I say, you know, we're just, you know, we're going to keep, we're going to continue to put asses in the seats and ball out for the boot. That's all. Awesome, man. You know, you see this, see this, this hair? Yeah. What you hair? Y'all bothering you the whole time? No. <laughs> Oh, oh, gray? What are you, what are you trying to say? gray hair? Right? <laughs> Y'all did that. It's just the light. It's just the light. No, 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 no. You see how black my hair is. Look at this. <laughs> You're funny. But, hey, you know, I would, I would not want to be anywhere else. <clears throat> this is a great hobby. So glad I found it. I'm so, I'm so glad I found it. I'm so glad that you're part of it, Johnny, you know. Um, and I'm always here for you, man. If you ever want to talk, I'm... You know how I feel about you. I appreciate it. You know how I feel about you as well. Keep All doing right. what you do. Awesome. Well, thank you. I'll see you next time. All right. Awesome. Have a good one. All right. And that is it. I want to thank you all so much for joining me today. I want to thank Johnny so much for being on the show and for clearing some things up because there are a lot of things that you mentioned I did not know about. So I guess we're going to have to have a little talk with Liam next time. <laughs> Bye, y'all. As long as, you know, it's good to have fun. It's good to have the trash talk and the banter. But as long as we remain respectful of each other, everything will be all good. 
If you want to be on the show, please feel free to ask. I'll be happy to have you on. Um, I did say that we were going to have the beat writing team on, and unfortunately, um, things kind of got a little sidetracked, but hopefully they will be on with me next week. I am looking forward to bringing you another great podcast next week. But until then, y'all, please be safe, stay well, treat each other well. Striker out. I'll keep it safe.